This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Parshas Truma Tavshin Pe'alef This parsha we learn of the building of the Mishkan. One of the first Kalim we learn of the Mishkan is the Aron. And then the Torah goes on to tell us the rest of the Kalim. We find a lot of the Kalim are made out of gold, pure gold. There are some things made out of silver, some things even made out of copper. Where is Kleinschel supposed to get this money? And the Arachim explains that Hashem tells Moshe that even the Jew who has the least amount of money in Klai Yisrael has enough to build the whole Mishkan by themselves. That's how much money we got when we left Mitzrayim and from the Amsaf. What happens if sometime in history we need to fix something and we don't have enough money to make Kalim out of gold? The Mechilt explains that everything could be made out of whatever we have. If we don't have gold, we can use silver. If we don't have silver, we can use copper. If we don't have that, we can even use wood. If we don't have, we don't have. Except for one thing. The Kruvim. The Kruvim must always be made out of gold. The Pasuk tells us, in Parachav Hei, Pasuk Yuches, Vasisa Shnai Kruvim Zohav Muksha Tas Osam. The Kruvim should be made out of gold. and explains the Mechilta, even if later on, you need to repair it. And if we don't have gold, you still must make it out of gold. You have to find somehow to make it out of gold. The other kalim, if you don't have, you can do silver, copper, even wood. But the kruvim must be made out of gold. Why is that? Why are the kruvim different than everything else? He explains with Meir Shapiro. Rashi tells us the kruvim, Dumus lahem. They have the image of a child's face. The Kruvim represented the children. Where were the Kruvim on top of the Aron that housed the Luchos? Explains Amir Shapiro. If you don't have, you don't have. You have to make do with less with all the things in life, except for the Chinuch of a child. When it comes to educating the children, teaching our, to, our children, Taira, and to keep mitzvos, there, there is no compromise. Somehow or another, you don't have, you have to figure out a way to get and to do it. And that's why of all Kalim in the base of Migdash. If you don't have, you deal with less. You don't have gold, you use silver. You don't have silver, you make copper. You don't have copper, you use wood. But not the Kruvim. The Kruvim must always be made out of gold, pure gold. The Ridvaz, Rav Yaakov Dabagolovsky, who was a Rav in Vilna, and later on in the early 1900s, he came to Chicago we became a Rav in Chicago. And from there, at the age of 60 in 1905, he moved to Eretz Yisrael, moved to Tzvas. And he opened the yeshiva in Tzvas. Yeshiva's terrace, Eretz Yisrael. The Ridvaz wrote Svarim on Yerushalmi. He's a well-known Rav. The Svarim, of course, are used for those who learn Yerushalmi. It was a snowy day in Tzvas. And the, Tzvaz, and the Ridvaz came to show early for Mincha. And he was sitting by his seat. He was sitting there quietly, looked like he was pondering, and all of a sudden some tears coming down his face. Everybody knew that it was his yard site that day, and he was there to daven for the Ahmed. But why was he so sad? A fellow, a friend of his, went over to him, and he says, Tell me, why are you so sad? He says, Well, today is my father's yard site. So the fellow looks at him and says, You know, your father passed away over 50 years ago. Okay, it's sad, but you're sitting here, you're crying. 
says, let me tell you. When I was young, my father hired a malama to teach me. He got a malama, he said, to, for me to learn Torah is so important, he hired a malama to teach me. The malama was very expensive. He charged one ruble a month. My father didn't have a lot of money. My father deal, dealt with bricks. He was a bricklayer. He didn't have much money. And it was very, very difficult. And we scrimped and we saved so they could pay this ruble for the Malamid. Unfortunately, he reached a point where he had no more money. We couldn't scrape together any money. And we didn't pay the Malamid. And a second month passed, and we did not pay him. And a third month passed, and we didn't pay him. At the end of the third month, the Malamid sent home a note with me to give to my parents, which the note said, I'm very sorry, but I also have to feed my family. If you can't pay, then I cannot teach your son. And my parents were very, very sad. They didn't know what to do. They're trying to figure out, to come up with ideas. My mother was sitting, say, to Hillam the whole time. My father's trying to figure out. And then one day, my father comes home from Shul. He's all excited. He takes his tools and he starts to dismantle our fireplace. He's taking it apart carefully, brick by brick. And he took those bricks, and he left. Comes back later, and I heard what he did. He was in shul, and he heard a fellow saying, he was very upset because his son was getting married, one of the rich guys in town. His son was getting married, and they're building him a house, and there was a shortage of bricks in Lithuania. And they couldn't find bricks to build his fireplace. Now, fireplace was very important because that was the sole source of heat and cooking in a house. And Lithuania got very cold in the winter. And he said, if anybody can give me, build me a fireplace, I will pay them six rubles. My father came home, discussed it with my mother, and they both decided that they're going to take apart our own fireplace. Which my father did, brick by brick, he brought it to the fellow, to the rich person. He built him a fireplace for his newly married son, and he got paid six rubles. My father came home with a big smile on his face, gave me six rubles. And he said, Yanku David, go to your Malamed and give him these six rubles. Three of them for what we own for the past three months, and three of them for the next three months. And that's how my father went to make sure, my father and my mother made sure that I was able to go learn. I remember that winter. It was freezing cold. We barely had any hot food to eat that whole winter. We would huddle together. It was hard to sleep at night, hard to get up in the morning. But every single day, my parents were so happy that I was going to learn. They were so most nefesh for me, for me to learn Torah. Today, I was looking outside my window. It's cold. There's a snow coming down. And I said, you know what? Even though it's my father's yard site, maybe I'll get a minion of people to come to my house. I'm a little old. It's hard for me to walk. And then I remembered what my parents did for me. How much serious nefesh they had for me for my learning. And therefore I decided I have to give that honor to my parents. I'm walking to Shul so I can daven for my father for Ziyar inside Shul. And I'm sitting here thinking of how much my parents did for me. And that's why I have tears coming down my eyes. And that, says Ramir Shapiro, is a lesson we learn from the parsha. Everything should be made out of gold. Everything should be done beautifully. But if you can't, use silver. If you can't, use copper. If you can't, use wood. Everything. Except for the kruvim. Those that represent the children. Because the chinuch of our children, we cannot skip on that ever. Have a wonderful Shabbos.
You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.